0: My man really disrespected Burger King. So if you like Burger King, you ain't about to like this episode. But welcome back, everybody, to the Random PM Podcast. In today's episode, I had on a really dope guest. And I'm going to make this quick and short so we can get right into the interview. But y'all need to go join the Discord, man, because once we hit a certain amount of members, we're doing an Uno game night. Y'all aren't going to want to miss that. We're growing. We're doing stuff. I want to be spanked. But without further ado, let's just hop right into the episode. So who are you?
1: i am dc host of a podcast you know what i'm saying and a producer actually
0: oh you got a podcast just like your boy what's the show about
1: it is what the shit is. it is pretty much a anything goes real talk conversation interviews we do a lot you know six seasons in and and still growing
0: so i can i can join the show and say some wild stuff like would you cluck for a buck and it would it would that be okay
1: Man, I've said worse. I've said a whole lot worse in six seasons. I, I've probably said a lot of stuff that if I was on radio or normal TV, they probably would have canceled me a long time ago.
0: Oh, really? Uh, what? What you be saying? What? What you be doing?
1: Oh shit, man! I ain't gonna do that to your show. I, I want you to grow, so I don't want to you know get you in no trouble. But uh, <laughs> you go can cancel always you always go listen, man. We we everywhere. Spotify, you know, just got on Pandora, iHeart, iTunes do a live show every Wednesday on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch and uh, you know so you can go, always go back in the archives and you know saying see to some of the early days where we were young in the game and not knowing what we were doing but just really having fun to now where we're I'm a lot more polished as a host and a producer and the shows in a better place but yeah I mean I, I'm not going to say nothing that's going to be controversial on your show I'll, I'll save that for me because I don't care about what happens to me but you know your show is you know what I'm saying I'm trying I'm a guest, so you know what I'm saying. I'm trying to be a gracious right. guest, not be out, outlandish too much. But you know, we said we said some wild stuff in our on our two years of doing this a lot. Pissed off a lot of people, you know, because we started right at the height of COVID. Oh, uh, okay. It was July 2020 when I first started the show, first episode. We were actually recording on Zoom and it wasn't live. We recorded, and then I will edit it, put it out. But I didn't really edit it, you know. what I'm saying it was real. I kept everything real, all the elements and everything. I just, you know, what I'm saying had it, pictures or whatever I need to add. But we was at the height of COVID, and this was before, you know, people were not really wearing the mask. We was mandating People start wearing your mask. We wanted to be free. We, was, you know, felt like it was it was it was too much. And that was also around the time old girl blew up her. Her, her, herself trying to set her boyfriend's car on fire. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was around that time. So, you know, my one dude, we made jokes like her, which she's like, set her own self on fire, blew her wig off. (laughs) Like, the worst thing is to come outside and your your car not on fire, but there's a blown up wig next to it. And you don't know what's going on.
0: Right. I've already been canceled once. I lost actually like over a hundred listeners and 200 followers. Cause I said something on accident. So I have kind of already been canceled once I was, I was, ma- I was making an episode about the pool and you know, we was chilling and I've grown up eating watermelon the whole life. Nothing racial about it. That's just a good fruit to me. Well, mm-hmm. I was trying to make fun of the moms that only brought fruit to the pool and they bring the chips and the hot dogs and the hamburgers. So I was like, and then, you know, you got that crowd, the crowd that brings the watermelon. Well, everybody thought I was referring to the fact that African-American people couldn't swim. So they, so that's what I'm saying. So, so I got canceled and they were, I got a couple emails saying like they take swim lessons and how dare you and, and aren't you? And here's the thing. I'm half black myself, but yeah, I got canceled before bro. So it's all
1: right. Here's the thing I used to, when I first started, I was leery of that. Because I didn't know nothing. You know what I'm saying? I went to Ohio's media school here in Ohio for, you know, TV and radio broadcasting. I kind of fell into podcasting ass backwards, I tell people. Like I said, it was April. We were shut down. You know, they started shutting everything down. So everybody was, you know, learning from home, Zoom meetings with a thousand students and all that. And a a friend of mine who's the show I'm on, he, he was like, hey, man, why don't you, you know what I'm saying, come over here, work with me on this podcast, you know, help me grow. I was like, cool. And then I was like, I like doing this. But I got some stuff I want to say myself. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 yeah. got some st- I need to get off my chest. So that's why I what the shit started. And when we started, like I said, there's no whole bars. We don't, you know what I'm saying? There's no, we don't pull punches. We keep it real. And I was real conversations. It started out as like a man cave. You know, when you're in a barbershop, you're around your boys, y'all talk. You know, so that's what it was. And I was just like, people like, I had a guy who was a co-host on the show. he was like, yeah, y'all can't be talking about people like that. There's consequences. I said, first of all, if you're in the public, people are going to talk about you regardless.
0: That's just how it
1: works. You can't shield yourself from that. You know, whether you a celebrity making $100 million or a dude working at Sam's Club, people are going to talk about you. That's just how it is. Like, we wasn't saying nothing real disrespectful, but we was just speaking truth. So, and and he was worried, like, oh, y'all, you know, y'all going to piss off people and this and that. I'm like, I'm not worried about that. I piss people off every day. I have every no filter. day, every day. I have no filter. I, when I speak, I speak straight. You know what I'm saying? It's from the head. It don't pass through my heart to get filtered. It comes straight out. And I tell people like, God knows my heart. You know what I'm saying? He made me. So when I say something, I'm speaking from the heart. It just comes straight <laughs> from the brain. So I stopped worried about that. Cause I'm like, if if it happens, it happens. You know what I mean? You can never miss what you never had. I've never had fame. I never had, you know, a big following. So it's still all new to me. Even like, you know, people giving me accolades, people I've known my whole life. You know, I'm saying, oh, I see what you're doing, bro, man. Keep doing it. I'm just like, I'm just being me. And I mean, I'm not doing that when that light come on. It's still me. And I annoy the fuck out of my wife every day. And not the I mean, wife. See, uh-huh, yeah, I, I, I annoy her every day. You know, she tell me to get out of her face at least five times a day because I say something off the wall, crazy, or just, you know what I'm saying, I just speak. So I stopped worried about getting canceled, man, and I I think that's what helped me. Because podcasting is is one of the truest forms. It's not radio, it's not TV, there's no FCC. You know, people need to stop. And, And then I say that people need to stop being so sensitive sometimes. Comedy is meant to hit a mark. Some of the best comedians offend people. That's just how comedy works, you know what I mean? So when you're making a joke, it's not to meant to attack. It's meant to point out something in society that people don't want to talk about. Sometimes some uncomfortable conversations people need to have. Sometimes, like when COVID happened, we would make jokes all the time. Like you know, you fuck around and get that shit just by touching some shit or where shit. You know, it's just people be sensitive about stuff that it doesn't make sense. You know, when you're making a joke and people get butt hurt, it's because they not ready had a conversation. So I stopped worrying about it. I can't control what people, how people digest what we do. But I'm still going to give you the same show regardless. You know what I mean? It's not going to be, I know it's not watered down. It's not scripted. It's not, we, we go live. So whatever is said, it's said. And when I put the audio out, it's all I'm taking is the audio from the video and putting it out. There's no editing. So it is what it is. You have the right not to listen, just like I have the right to talk
0: yeah i agree so i i think in my whole podcasting journey i've only said two things that are out of pocket i'm not a fan of arby's so when i was re- i was writing the top five worst places i said arby's can have my meat and well people didn't really appreciate that very much and then, yeah. that's what i'm welcome. saying and then i said something else. oh i said i wanted to become a cow and get milk to see if i liked it because if they do if cows like if cows like being milked then vegans have no excuse well, yeah. I got like 15 emails from vegans saying that I was being disrespectful. So I want to know wow. you, that's what i wow. Do you think there's a downfall in comedy? Like, do you think people are way like comedy's gonna die out eventually because everybody tripping over something?
1: I don't. And people ask me, would I ever do stand-up? And I won't because I respect comedy too much. I love making jokes. I love cracking jokes and make people laugh. But to write a 15 minute set, and not to get away from the question, but I'm going somewhere with this. Follow me. Comedy is an art form, just like music. I mean, are you going to ban music because you don't like what they say in raps? Like, no. Or, you know, country music, people don't realize country music started out, some of it was, you know what I'm saying? My wife left me, I beat my dog, this and that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, people forget, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we were, this country is built on war. Like, you know, like it's just people get blood hurt over the wrong things. People take things too personal. A joke is a joke. Like, there's no, like, like I said, I've said some wild shit in life. You know what I mean? And it wasn't out of a hurtful place. It wasn't out of spite. It wasn't, you know what I'm saying, trying to punch down on people. It was just to make a point or to entertain. And that's what people who, you know, need to realize, like, it, it's, it's not, out of Spike, you know what I mean? Like people, you know, I, I love Dave Chappelle, one of my favorite comedians. If you listen to Dave Chappelle jokes and you're sensitive, they seem like he's attacking, but he's not. He's telling a story in a way that you can understand what he's saying, but also to prove a point. You know what I mean? Like, and it's just, people get butt hurt. Like, I just think we've come to an age where sensitivity is a hot button issue. You know, there's a lot of things that people, you know, want to dance around and don't want to have those real, like I said, those real conversations. So instead of doing that, they want to get up in arms and all, you know, mad and stuff. But then they get mad about the wrong things. You know what I mean? Take Let's take the Little Mermaid, for example. Oh, black No, real quick. Follow me.
0: No, I'm, a, I'm agreeing. I feel like it's dumb. I want to hear it's what's It's dumb. Up.
1: Grown people getting mad because the Little Mermaid, who's a fictional character for kids, is black. Good Why point. are you bad? You're a grown ass 35 year old man, <laughs> yeah. his mom, but you're mad about the little mermaid being black. You have no kids, but you're mad about this. And I just, and like I said, misplaced anger. Like if people get mad about the wrong things, the things they should be mad about, they're silent about. And the things they should be silent about, they're mad about. So again, I say, fuck them. That's just how I feel. People are <laughs> gonna be mad regardless. People are gonna find the littlest thing to be mad about and blow it out of proportion, or try to make you feel bad because you are happier, you know what I'm saying? To me, it makes no sense and I can't change the world, and I'm not trying to. I'm just trying to entertain and provide content to make people forget about those type of things, you know what I mean? Because it it just makes no sense, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot going on in the world for people to be worried about and people choose you saying like that. And that's like, even being like a metaphor, like even if I say metaphorically speaking, I want to see if cows like it because then vegans, like, How was that wrong? Like, to me, that makes no sense, you know what I'm saying? And if we talking about worse, fuck Burger King, they fucking nuggets taste like goose ankles.
0: Goose ankles? What do you oh, know yeah, goose man. ankles it's, taste like? Yeah, it's bad. Uh,
1: don't ask me how I know, just know if, if, if I had to imagine what they taste like is Burger King nuggets, them shit taste like <laughs> sawdust. Like, them shit is horrible and they have the nerve to give me like, I went and got a meal. It was like a $6 meal, and they threw the nuggets in there. Like, don't, what? if I didn't want to buy them, don't give them to me free. I'm not eating these shits.
0: Yeah, it's questionable when they're giving you a 10 for a dollar. Like, what's that Dog. for real?
1: Crackheads don't even get that kind of deal on crack. <laughs> but you giving me 10 <laughs> nuggets for a dollar? That's how you know nah. that them she's them shits been a dollar forever. They have not been able to raise that price because ain't nobody buying them. They're practically giving you these nuggets and you still don't want them. That's how I know they trash. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is the funniest way I've ever heard someone describe Burger King nuggets. But they're
1: horrible, man. It's just like boost knuckle, like them shit.
0: <laughs> so, first of all, you're a really funny dude. I just wanted to say that. But um, I ask, I ask this question every interview: Are you a waffle guy or a pancake guy?
1: <sighs> French toast. Uh, oh, that's I a like first. French, I I love fucking French toast. Like. I'm supposed to be staying away from bread, you know. what I'm saying trying to work out, but if I had French toast, I, I, I like pancakes if they got the crispy edge. Waffles just feel like too much work. Oh, thank you. They just they just try too hard to be what pancakes and French toast is. They want to be. They're, they're like the ugly girl that comes to the prom. Like they want to be accepted, but they know they got flaws. Like them fucking. <laughs> they're square and round. Dang. That's an oxymoron. Like that shit just don't. They're square round and got triangle cuts. Like, that's just too much for me to handle at one time on my plate. You know what I mean? You got to figure out how you want to cut it. Then it don't cut, right? It's just too much work. Pancakes, I can cut them, get gone. French toast, put them in sticks, I'm gone. Like, you know what I mean? So definitely pancakes over waffles. Waffles is like fourth on my list. I will put French toast, pancakes, biscuits, waffles.
0: I can respect the list. So you said, I think I heard you right. You said you had a wife, right? Yes. All right. Well, were you back in the day before you had a wife? Would you say you were a player? Would you say you were good with the <laughs> ladies?
1: No, I'm awkward as hell. My thing was, true story. Growing up, this is how it became funny. Growing up, you either had money, you looked good, or you was funny. There was no way around it. I'm the only ways. You know, and I was like, I ain't got the looks nor the voice. I'm broke as fuck. So I'm gonna make girls laugh. And I found out. If you can make a woman laugh, it's worth more than money and good looks because all that shit going to fade. But this comedy, you're going to get this every day, girl. You're going to have a good laugh every day and enjoy yourself. So that's how I became decent with the ladies. Let's not say good because I don't want to sell myself like I was out here. You know what I'm saying? Michael B. Jordan in it. But I was, you know what I'm saying? I was decent. You know what I mean? I did my thing. I had fun. But I just always, the entertainment part, May maybe maybe attractive made me appealing
0: oh it was the comedy then huh
1: yeah okay. it definitely was because i was broke as fuck and
0: yeah. uh, <laughs> i was struggling back in the day hey i feel you so then who would be your dream guest like you can have anybody they're not saying ryan no reynolds. Ryan, I was, reynolds. Ooh, so ryan reynolds oh that's so why ryan why
1: i i'm a huge fan of ryan reynolds because he's himself on and off camera, and you can tell. You know, the sarcasm, you know, just his comedic timing. Like, not a comedian. And I tell people that. I'm not a comedian. I just have good comedic timing. You know, if a joke presents itself and I can get it get it in quick, you know what I'm saying, That, will, that that's why I'm funny. Because I can think of my feet, and you know what I'm saying, it doesn't take me long to come up with something. But Ryan Reynolds is one of them people who I admire his work and his comedic timing. And he's just himself genuinely around, you know what I'm saying? It just seems like he's himself the whole time. It would be him, yeah, he would be number one. Like I, somebody, I asked that, somebody asked that question on Twitter. And it was like, "If you, what would your dream guest be? And I was like, Ryan Reynolds. Like everybody who knows me know it would be Ryan Reynolds just because like I said, he's been himself the whole time. You know what I'm saying? It just You know it's gonna be a great interview.
0: Do you think you think you're going to take your show full time or like, do you have a job right now or I
1: work? Yeah. I eventually want to get there, but I'm still young in podcasting terms. Y'all you know, only been doing this for two years. Oh um, yeah. Hey, hey, when I say that, I get the same reaction. See, that's how I know I'm doing something right. Cause when I say, yeah, you know, I'm going to be doing this two years. I, like I said, this show, my show started 2020. July 2020, just celebrated a two-year anniversary last July. I mean, July that just passed. So I'm relatively young when it comes to being in the podcast game. But my work ethic makes it seem like I've been doing this longer because I've stayed consistent. I stay working. I don't sleep. I'm trying to not really reinvent the wheel to find ways to distinguish myself and put myself in my own lane so people can be like, oh, he sounds like this or his show is like that my show is just what it is. It's, you know, craziness, you know, at times. And sometimes it's serious interviews with a lot of dope people, but it's never, never thought of as I'm not working. Yeah. You know I mean, so people can't say when they see me, he's not working. I hate social media the part of it, but you know, I, I, I plan on, you know, continue to grow going to take after tomorrow, I'm taking a break until November. To recharge myself because I I went from we went from season four straight into season five no break straight from season finale next week we back you know and from season five to season six I took a, a small two week break but I was still constantly working so I'm I, I, that's why when people when I tell people I only been doing this two years they ain't surprised because it feels like longer in dog years it's been about ten only because I, like I said I, I don't I I sleep. You know, barely, but I'm always working. So yes, eventually, you know, my, my, my goal when I started, wasn't to be anything, but you know what I'm saying? Just to prove people wrong that I can actually do it. And once I started getting good at it and I really started growing, I was like, okay, now what's the next step? I kind of want to be like a radio. So, you know, I had artists on, that's how I got started in the interviews. Cause I had artists on was doing interviews, playing songs. And then I'm like, okay, I like late night TV, you know? Jimmy Fallon, you know, Jay Leno, Arsenio Hall, you know what I'm saying? Jimmy Kimmel, you know, all watching all those late night shows. I was like, that's what my next step is. I kind of want to make it like a late night talk show. Have segments, you know what I'm saying? So it's just me constantly trying to grow and take that next step to one day it being, you know, in studio, full time, kind of big production, even if it's on a smaller level. But that's the goal kind of be like a late night talk show, even if it's not even late, late night, but that's where I'm at. I feel like it's going well. So, I mean, I, I know, the other, other, other thing, I'm just really having fun. Like I enjoy talking, talking shit, you know what I'm saying? Meeting dope people, hearing their stories and, you know, sharing it with the world. Yeah. And making sure that they get their proper, you know, respect. Cause too many times, you know, I, I tell people all the time, like I hate TMZ. Cause when you hear something from TMZ, it's, Most likely not the truth. I like hearing the story from the source. So that's why when I interview somebody, no, there's no, we don't, I don't write any questions down. All the questions purely are off the top of my head through the whole interview. And it's and once you once and I realize once I start getting good at it, I can already have a next question loaded. And then if they say something that sparks another question, you know, I can branch off. So I've been able to just naturally be good. (laughs) <laughs> Not great, you know, decent, but, you know, just learning and perfecting my craft. You know what I'm saying? I used to be a football coach, so, you know, it's practice. You know, I practice every day, but the practice for me is just being me. Every day, I'm me. Every day, I'm cracking jokes and, you know what I'm saying? And, and like, we kind of interviewing people because I'm a curious person by nature. I don't want to find something out there. I should have found out if I would have just asked a question. So.
0: But yeah, So here's what I will say. One, you remind me a lot of me only because, one, I don't ever plan the the questions either. They all go off the top of my head. But two, I know I know there's so much pain in the world right now. I know everybody's hurting. So I believe for me, what I can do to help the best form of medicine that I can give is comedy, which is why I chose a comedy show over everything else. And it's just the impact you can have on people is crazy and the in the work ethic and stuff. But the next question I'm about to ask you is personally my favorite because I get to know, one, a lot about the person. And two, I've learned a lot from this question from other people. So if you were on your deathbed and you had you gave one piece of advice, one final, and that person's going to follow it to a T, what would be that one piece of life advice you would give?
1: Clear my history browser.
0: No. <laughs> hey, hey, OK. But what else? <laughs>
1: No, I would, that would, that would be for my son. Just make sure your mom don't ever see my, don't make your mom. (laughs) No, but real talk. If I was on my deathbed, it's it was crazy questions. I've never really thought about that. I would tell somebody, independent of who it is, but it would probably be the same message, don't give up. Don't worry about what people think about you or what they say about you. The best piece of advice I ever got was they crucified Jesus. What they, what do you think they're going to do to my black ass? (laughs) guy <laughs> told me that he said that straight to my face he was like I don't care what nobody said crucify Jesus what do you they gonna, what they what they gonna do to my black ass they gonna do worse you know I mean so I can't control it and I can't do nothing but never quit no matter how bad you think it is you know what I'm saying don't quit because you'll be better on the other side from the adversary you can learn you learn more through failing than you do through succeeding but I don't think people realize that like it's easy to to see the light when you're winning but when you fail you have to really evaluate one yourself and two what you're doing you know like this year alone i haven't told anybody but i took a, a lot a couple losses money wise you know what i'm saying i had some people who i dealt with money was funny just personally working a lot not being feeling like i was putting a lot into my show and my family but in that i learned that they still got me um i'm still here Bills all paid, you know, everything cool. And I and it put it made me a better podcaster because it showed me that I don't care who listens or who doesn't listen, you're still gonna get the same show. You're not gonna get a fake me on social media and somewhere else, I'm something else. You're getting the real deal every time. But there was times I wanted to quit. Like I was like close to retiring. Like, you know what? I had a good run, you know. But I was like, I can't. I I started something that a lot of people you know, from my city you haven't done, you know, I hit a lot of milestones. I'm on I Heart Radio. My work is on I Heart Radio. you know, I'm on Pandora. There's not a lot of people who can say their podcast is on Pandora. You know I mean, especially, you know, guys that I know or people who, you know, was in this before me, who, who I thought was some pillars. You know what I mean, so I've done a lot of two years that a lot of people haven't done so that lets me know that you, I can't give up. And I tell people, if I can do it, you can do it. I'm not doing nothing differently, but just being myself and putting in the work. So I would tell them, don't quit and put in the work, man. I mean, like it's, it's easy to give up. I said, it's easy to, you know what I'm saying? See that, 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 no. They be like, well, fuck it. They don't want to, they don't feel it. I ain't going to do it, but uh, don't give up, man. That's, that's, that would be my one piece of big advice. Like just keep going. If you see it through, you'll be better on the other side.
0: That was some deep advice, but I like the first one a bit better. Clear the history for the yeah, that, that's, that's the major one.
1: That's, I think that's any man. You know what I'm saying? It might not, it might not even be like you know what I'm saying related to anything illicit, but it's just like I might a little some wild shit, and it just gonna look bad. And I'm not here to explain it. That's, you can't <laughs> defend yourself. I can't defend myself. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just. There's some shit that I might have looked up for her, but you know it just looked weird because I never bought it. So now I was like, okay, this motherfucker looked it up, but he didn't buy it. What the fuck was he doing? All right, like, oh, woman know oh, somewhere. Now, now I'm yeah. dead with a mistress. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it just looked <laughs> <Not> bad. <It's, laughs> I can't defend myself. And I'm looking down from heaven, like it was. It's not how it looks. It just ah, uh, I got right. a Patrick Swayze and come through the house, like you know what I'm saying, like one of them little <laughs> black ghouls and try to explain myself.
0: <laughs> all right, man. So. This is the part of the show. That's usually the last question I ask because I keep them short because I know we busy people and stuff, but this is your time. Either if you want to shout someone out, yourself out, your show, or if you have any questions to ask me personally,
1: this is your time, King. Oh, man. I need to shout out my wife, first of all. If nah, not, she'll fucking kill me and then I won't have to worry about the browser. He's cooking <laughs> for real. You'll be dead. It'll be too late. My wife, Tiana, man, she lets me be me. And that's a big thing because I'm a big personality, over the top sometimes. I can get loud and crazy, but she never tries to rank me in. She lets me be, but I'm also, I'm kind of, what's that? I'm vevere, I'm whatever it is, where you're kind of in the middle. I can go both ways on being an extrovert or introvert. So I have my moments, you know, sometimes I'm, I get around a large group of people and we're partying, and I just, my social battery gets drained, so I'm just like, out of it. And she understands that, you know, that sometimes I don't want to do shit. So she lets me be me. Like, she's never tried to reel me in or change who I am, you know what I'm saying? Or none of that. So without her, I wouldn't be able to do what I do. Whew. My mom, you know, for having me, shout out to her. Without hey, her, I wouldn't be shout here. Shout out to all the moms, yeah. And shout out to mom's moms, you know what I'm saying? My dad, who's no longer with us, he's part of my motivation of why I keep going, my dad was like a truck driver for a long ass time, been a bunch of accidents and they never took him away and then COVID happened and then we lost him. So every day I think about doing this for him and his name and making sure that I leave a legacy behind that they know I was his son and that I'm good. You trying to make Um, a grown
0: man cry? Dang,
1: chill out. My bad. You know, I get real reflected sometimes. It ain't always comedy. You know what I mean? So uh, I get deep, But no, man, I got a uh, shout out to oh, uh, a lady named Brandy Blocker. I'm putting together a podcasting event next year. Sort of sort of a content creators event, I should say. It's not just for podcasting. But she's been instrumental in helping me plan this. I got a shout out my sponsor, who is Apples Radio. I got a shout out Biz Boost. You know what I'm saying? I got We do sponsor giveaways, so I got to shout those people out. You know, Paramount sometimes comes through. We give away digital codes for movies. Uh, You know, like I said, it's it's a lot of people. If I start naming names and I leave some people off, tomorrow I'm going to be getting 15 angry emails, and I might get canceled because, you know I mean? I don't want to leave nobody out, but I got to shout out my guy, Chris. Chris Gully, Courtney Duncan. You know I mean? They, They roll with me. For a while, you know, personal things aside, they they rode with me on this crazy journey when I started this show and told them the premise. They didn't blink. You know what I mean? It was like, whatever, let's go. So I got to shout them out for, you know what I'm saying, riding on this journey with me and being a part of it. Definitely got to thank myself for putting in the work and not quitting. And then I got to thank our listeners, you know what I'm saying? All seven of them they really come through and not seven, not the seven. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we, we deep in the game, man. No, but I, I appreciate anybody who listens. You know what I mean? It's a lot of, lot of different podcasts, a lot of different things they can be doing, but the fact that people are engaged and watch us live every week, it means something. I don't take that for granted. Cause when you not used to having it, it means a lot more than people who already have it. Like I, I told somebody the other day, podcasting is growing. It's booming. Everybody knows that. Yeah, it's going to be like a $22 billion industry in the next two, three years. There's a lot of artists getting into podcasting because they know that. But they have an advantage over us little independent guys. You know what I mean? Because we don't have the following. We're, we're building the following, you know what I'm saying, from the ground up as they're coming in the game already with it. But I ain't mad at them because they're just bringing vis- visibility to podcasting, so it's a beautiful thing. Also, I got to shout out Good Pods. You know, the people who've been over at Good Pods, man, listening to the show, we were ranked highly on the charts. At one point, number two in music interviews, number two in indie music interviews, and number two in indie entertainment, or number seven in indie entertainment news. So to me, that was a big-ass thing. I mean, I try to celebrate the the small stuff. I know people get tired of me posting shit, but I don't care. You cannot follow me. Fuck it. If You don't like it. But I celebrate that stuff because, like I said, I grew up in Akron, Ohio. You know what I mean? The biggest thing we was known for was LeBron James. But there's a lot of talent in Akron that people don't realize that. But it's also a small-ass city. You know, I grew up, I also lived in Texas for a while, so I know how that big city is. So I mean, I grew up on both sides of it, you know, small town feel versus the big city feel. I appreciate it all. So, yeah, I mean, celebrate your wings, people. Like, fuck what people say. If they don't like you celebrating your wins, they ain't for you. You know what I mean? Because uh, anybody who's going to stop you from celebrating you doing something that seems impossible sometimes, ain't not the real people, man. You got to get a good circle. But that's it. You know what I'm saying? Follow me on Instagram, what the shit underscore podcast or Darius DC Chambers, all one word. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, plugging, shameless plugs, LinkedIn facebook there's two pages with the stuff podcast because mark zuckerberg don't want us to be the shit you know i mean youtube and twitch
0: they be hating facebook yeah, be yeah. hating. Facebook
1: don't like me i i don't care they need me more than i need them even though they don't but at the same time <laughs> <laughs> that's just how i look at it man it's just it's a beautiful time man i'm enjoying life enjoying what i do getting to talk to dope people man and getting to run my mouth all day The next step is to get paid for it, but you know, on that path is going to come eventually as long as I put in the work and, you know, continue to grow. But uh, yeah, man, I just, I don't know. I I just, it's fun. Yeah. How do you feel about podcasting?
0: I'm going to be honest. For me, it was game changing. I I didn't know what I was going to do with life. One time I even said I was good with my mouth and I said, pause. And I was explaining. But yeah, don't, yeah, you definitely, you yeah. definitely can't leave. <laughs> Damn,
1: show sure can't leave it
0: at that, Dad. I, I, uh, yeah, but yeah. I just, I get to meet cool people like you, and and funny, and I get people can tell their stories and connect, and that's what it's all about, man. And I was told from the get go I wasn't gonna succeed, not by the fam, but by people because of my age and that oh, my man. fuck those people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And um, I am on the Zoom free plan, so we gotta wrap this up quick. But (laughs) I hope you had a good time. You were an amazing guest. The Burger King Goose Anquist, bro. Chill out. Oh, yeah, Yeah, man.
1: Hey, sawdust and depression, man.
0: But I appreciate you more than you know. And I I just know that your show is going to be up there, man. You already doing great things. You already got the great work
1: effort. Uh, effort. Yeah. Knock on wood. I don't like to. I I, I don't. I like. It was just crazy because I celebrate the moments, but I don't like to celebrate too hard because I know. There's more work to do.
0: Yeah, but I, if you're not celebrating who like, I mean, if I don't celebrate for me, then nobody else is going to. Nobody else true, care. So true. you gotta celebrate for you because you your biggest advocate. So that's why I, I, I hype up. Oh, my, damn, for sure. Yeah, that's why I hype up my guests as much as I do because I know they advocating for themselves, but they don't really got anybody else. So that's why I do it. So that's why, you know. Oh, for
1: sure, for sure. I don't but I don't want to get complacent. I think that's the thing. You know what I'm saying? Because you get too, do people get too caught in, you know, celebrating, celebrating, celebrating that they forget the mission. Um, Again, football coach, you know what I'm saying? You win the Super Bowl, that's cool. But after after the, 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 you party that night, next day, let's get back to work. Let's get back, let's get ready yeah. for next year's Super Bowl. So I think that's a mentality I have. Like, yeah, I celebrate that day, but the next day I'm back to work. You know, it's back to how can I be number one? Or how can I make these numbers better? Or how can I make the show better? Or how can I, you know what I'm saying? What can I do to better myself? You know what I'm saying? Do I need to go to YouTube University and, you know what I'm saying, find some different tricks and trades? You know what I'm saying? Just for production value, because I produce my own show. You know what I mean? So I'll produce and host. So that's, I'm pulling double duty. So there's, there's a lot into it, man. So, I, you know, it's just a lot of work. But I wouldn't have it any other way because I don't want nobody else's hands on my project.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean,
1: like, I, it's my vision. If somebody's going to put my vision out there, it's got to be me. But,
0: Ooh, put that on a t shirt. Hey, yo, chill. Go you ahead. got you got any, like, final, final words before it cuts us off?
1: Fuck what people say. Because in the, in, in the beginning, your biggest haters, at the end, going to be your biggest supporters. You're going to turn them around. I've seen it because I've done it.